Jason Navarra invites you to get this with Tony Martin and Ed Cavalli. With Richard Marsland on the buttons. Today it's our third to last show and time to play What Do You Want to Know? Richard helps out busy singles. We've stepped out of the ideas shower, drenched the new marketing ideas this morning. Community outrage at insane roundabout placement. We've got reverse racism and what's up your bum. We play Can You Outpunch a Fifth Grader? We'll uncover Richard's secret skill and go big noting with him in song. New inventions of 2007. Finally, and an hour to controversial former network employee Judith Lucy is here to oversee some family feuds. The more trivial, the better. Hey now, two princes stand before you. Martin has diamonds in his pockets. Marsland wants to buy you rockets. Oh, it's been said so many times and it is all coming up on Gear This. And just hold the clips, Richard. Mm. What we're going to do is let the listeners kick off the show because this is something I received on the email from Andrew Ciliato of East Keylor, Victoria. He's gone all Matty D on his home pots and pans mm. and look what he's come up with. The Labor Party says, ah. I'm invincible. I'm paying money. Uh, the girl's happy. She's got no money. I got my rocks off. Oh, how good is this? How, how, come, come, how, come, how, how, come, come, how, come. What you're looking for is a boot in the arse. Assault! Assault! You tax me, officer. Sorry. Don Howard is just as welcome in Melbourne today as a yellow belly black snake in a barbecue. I'm free. How come? How, how come? Come? How come? Your time is up. All right, that's good stuff. Oh, this is Warwick Cabo. You know, my long blonde locks. Wearing tight shorts, I was flying around in pink helicopters and a bright pair of newcomers called Bros at the word of their feet. Is that good enough? You are dealing with Jenkinson. There's not, not a crime at all. How come? But I'm just saying, if I told Frank to jump off the Harbour, I've told you my career at the front of the Harbour Bridge, you jump off the Harbour Bridge and you jump. I don't want you to jump off the Harbour Bridge. Mm, now the antenna's currently touchy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> I've been parked there for at least 30 seconds. Bolvia, is it? Is that good enough? The Venga bus is coming and everybody's running from north to Ibiza in the Mediterranean sun. This is Gigi That's what our listeners are capable of. That's just one of the eight and a half thousand signatories on their petition. Andrew Cilio, man. thank you very much. And now back to normal programming at Triple M. That's the B-52's Rome, if you want to, here on Triple M. Good afternoon, everybody. It's Get This Around the Nation. Still broadcasting somehow with myself, Tony Martin. Yes, polite round of applause. Give yourself one, Richard Marsland. Right here, Tony. Very good. And sitting over there... Yes, it's Ed Cavalli. Ed Cavalli. You must have seen his sterling work for KFC. Ed Cavalli. His rivalry with Galen from Big Brother is quite legendary. Ed Cavalli, he'll dazzle thee. We've heard about his preparation, haven't we? He looks like he's ready to go. He's got the Sumac. Something he's dragged off of YouTube. A sandwich.
Bridge. Joke that is crib from his MySpace. Now here's Ed. How's that? Oh, Ed Cavalli. I thought Ed Cavalli, but one verse of this was quite enough, you'd have to agree. I thought Ed Cavalli, oh, he's defamatory. Oh, sorry, I'm running out of words that rhyme with Cavalli. Oh, this cavalry, obviously balladry. Yeah, he's known for that. It looks a lot like Lang KD. Bang, now we're out of the woods. Yes, it's Ed time. Or lentil soup and bread time. And that's the end of the song. And we'll see you at the same time tomorrow. <laughs> Fantastic work. Actually, I'm uh, going Cavalier style. By the way, that was uh, replayed for someone calling himself Meat Plums. <laughs> Hello, Meat Plums. You know who he should marry? Uma Thurman. Think about it, it might work. Uh, no, it's too dodgy, even for break one on the third to last show. I'm still trying to do the sums myself. Yeah. yeah, you got it? Okay. Work it out amongst yourselves. This is, uh, oh, okay, he's talking about eating, so I'm doing a bit of this today myself. Look I've got at you, up. Tone. I don't have time to have meals. I've got so many old shows to listen to. I know, Tone. Trying to find, when was that one where Ed talked about the bloke with his testicles caught in a deck job? It's three, three hours looking for that. Yeah, I just got the Yumi Plums joke now, too. Goes about, well done, it's a time bomb. Goes about <laughs> probably 15 seconds. Well worth the hunt. Worth the time. I want you. To, I don't want you to stop eating, though. It's going to be a big final show. Mm. The musical montage of all the songs we've done is currently running twelve thirty four. When you say the songs we've done, is that the stuff that we've actually sung That's ourselves? Just the things that we've sung. Ugh. And I've got to put that yellow belly black snake midnight oil business in there. If you're listening, Matty D, add that to the title. Yeah, okay. Absolutely. It's getting out of control. Shorter than so that Foo song. Oh, he's had a crack at the Foo Fighters. Is he just? Well, it's still shorter than the Pretender, isn't it? Oh, oh he's having another he's had two cracks at the Fooies. Obviously, already got the stolen stationery in the boot. Now he's letting <laughs> loose. <laughs> Fantastic. What about our listeners on the other side of the world in England? This bloke here, what's his name? Mark Butler of Surbiton and Surrey. Oh, yeah. Okay. He listens uh, at about three in the morning on the internet. He says, uh, well, here are three of the ways that get this has affected my life. Every time I hear an unexpected bang or crash, I will have to say to myself, all my plums. Fair enough. Uh, he keeps wondering who in Britain might be as big a bullshitter as Rex Hunt. Oh, hang and on. Hey, hey, hey. I'll never attempt to eat while I'm on the telephone again, as Ed Cavalier constantly proves you can't get away with it. That's a good point. Oh, really? What's his name? <laughs> it's What's Mark his Butler. Name? Dude, I've had a face full of tuna. <laughs> For this whole break, and no one's noticed. Hey? Yeah, I'll give you Mark Butler. <laughs> what about Dave Higgins? He woke up in Moorabbin lockup this <laughs> week after the police had a report of a dead body out the front of Monash Uni. This is in Victoria, Clayton. Really? Uh, Dave was the dead body. So <laughs> he's still sleeping that off. Who have you heard from there? Uh, Harry Dickenballs has written in. Oh, yeah, great. Hello, says, Harry. Uh, for, the, great. for the first date with, with me now, new missus. I took the DVD of Short Bus over to hers. Oh, Seven months oh, later, no. she still shakes her head when it gets a mention on Get This. <laughs> and oh, yes, it worked like a dream. All the way to the bank. Okay. Making a difference. Sorry, that wasn't long enough for me to take a mouthful. This <laughs> is harder than it looks, listeners. The trick is, Tone, as soon as the other person starts talking, <laughs> and then right. you'll notice if you listen back to the tapes of this show, most of the, the things I say are, mm, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, Tone. What about uh, Foodstuff Corner? All right, Gak Eisenberg says uh, he's sick of me talking about Korma Chameleon. Uh, he would prefer we canvas his favourite one, which is when he's at a restaurant and there's a bit of stir-fry. Uh, it's impossible to talk about bok choy without singing 
bop curl. I don't know if I could pull that off. <laughs> I didn't get that. Well, so what we've got, we've got Papa Dumb Preach. Yeah. We've got Koma 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 Chameleon. Yeah. And she's a bok choy, she's a bok bok choy. Yeah, and what's the other one I always say? Oh, Tzatziki Monkey. Tzatziki Monkey. Just on the side. Tzatziki Monkey. How does Richard live his life? Yeah, good question. Neil Rosenfels emailed in and said Richard is of no fixed address. Mm. He moves from toilet block to toilet block, waving the flag for common decency. <laughs> I hope that's going to be sorted out on Friday's show. <laughs> Make sure you check out petitionspot.com. What's yeah. happening, Rich? So many wonderful signatures up there. Mm. And we're trying to get to 10,000 by 4pm yeah. 23rd. It's Richard's dream. Make it come true, people. <laughs> we're getting up there. Okay. Yeah. Everyone's real that signs up there, though, so maybe you can go up there and put some fake names. Real people like uh, People Want Ducks, Anti Scallop, <laughs> Japester, Ted Blurn, The Gopher. Where will I get my Caddyshack references now? <laughs> he writes. And Jenny Talia, um, yeah. found out about you guys in the second week. But it's the best accident I've had other than when I met Katie Lang uh, and what? asked her if she had a twin sister, open parentheses, Ed, close parentheses. Oh, yeah. good okay. to hear. Best for the future. Miss Talia. Mm. Uh, now, just quickly, I know we've got music schedule, but uh, Luke Hanley of Sandringham has uh, written in. He says, you're constantly playing that song about Ed Cavalli. <laughs> Ed Cavalli. What about the Richard Marsland pickup song? Oh, this is the one where you just go up to people at mm -hmm. industry do's yes. and s with your guitar That's right. and say these words. Baby, I think you know me. I'm Richard Marsland, don't you know? Maybe you'd like to blow me a kiss on This man don't like to boast, but they've asked me twice, twice if I would host. Down and roving, I'm top dog. This week, free Joe, free Joe, on Feel like bacon. For word, that's how he does it. Thank you, Richard Marsland. Uh, I just like, so I was talking about a man called Dave Higgins mm. who was arrested for being a dead body. <laughs> it's happened to all of us. <laughs> Every Saturday I wake up, 
Ah, oh, they thought I was a corpse, didn't yeah, they? You've got a toe tag on. Yeah. I'm in the morgue, aren't I? That's yeah. him there outside the glasses. He oh, goes. He works here. He works at a, you know, at a... At a different station in the same building, but as a huge supporter of ours. Yeah. Well done, Higo. Well done, Higo. Thank you for all your support over the two years. He's the prettiest corpse I know. We do have to play some proper music at some point, and then we'll be back with monster new marketing ideas. And get this... Oh, you certainly do have to learn the hard way in radio. It's Thirsty Merc. It's Get This. It's Triple M Around the Nation. Brought to you by the Nissan Navara. Ooh. Oh, oh, what a 4x4. Four four. That's a big one. Yeah. So many gongs, so much bling. So much. So many medals, so many honours, mm. accolades. Mm. What more is there to be said? Richard, is there anything left to be said? It's absolutely amazing. In the grill, all the awards are in the grill. Is that right? Oh, the I mean, grill, Navarra, so they've right. arranged little sort of replicas along the grill. That's exactly right. Uh, it's all up in its grill. That's great. It's that all up in its great. own grill. But, yeah. but you know what? I mean, sure, there's the Navara and it's pretty much, you know. What's who, the best? Who can even name another ute or 4x4? Four four? Nobody. But there are other products out there deserving yes. of advertising time. Mm-hmm. What have you got for us, Ed? Well, as you know, Tone, uh, Richard Marsden loves a live read. Yeah, he uh, does. And here's a script he's never seen before. Yeah, that's the way oh, we like to... Oh, that's me. got so many cross-outs. Okay, Rich. He'll now, never make it through that alive. <laughs> Am I meant to begin it with thanks, Richard, or thanks, Ed? It's a typo. <laughs> okay, cool. Oh, this isn't going to go well. <laughs> okay, where you go. Thanks, Ed. Well, today's busy singles all tell me one thing. I can't seem to find a man. Well, why not let me, Richard, all hands on deck Marsland, help you out with these simple techniques that have made sure that I've not spent a, li- a night alone since Expo 1988. Why not try a bag of fruit? Simply pop a pair of oh-so-tight swimming trunks on and loiter around busy suburban shopping centres. For something classier, try unattended beverage. Grab a drink from the bar, announce loudly that you're turning a blind eye and wait for Mr Right. Or my personal favourite... I write all of Sean McAuliffe's and Rove McManus's jokes. Hang around comedy venues doing a tight five on a hay bale, covered in lotion, before coercing audience members to join you in your Venga Boss. <laughs> boss. Thank you, Tony. Who's your yeah, Venga Boss? There's so many. This is... Is that what we meant to say when Rex Morris comes down the corner? The Venga Boss. The Venga Boss. There's a couple of interesting words here. What? I'm turning a blind. I'm not sure what that turning means. Turning a blind eye. Turning yeah. a blind eye. Obviously, yeah. the well, word eye. I was missing. Time for that. <laughs> and uh, Mine's getting marked. Marsland's <laughs> marked. I must try copy. harder. <laughs> well, you know, I, I, I knew that Ed was going to do this. Yeah. So I've, I've actually got to get for him. Oh, hang on. And look, I've taken the liberty of typing oh, it so he can read it. Yeah, he'll still cock it up. There you go. Yeah. Take that no. and take it away, Mr. Cavalier. <laughs> Well, thanks, Richard. Well, today's busy couples all ask me, in today's hurly-burly workday world, so often it's a struggle to keep open a sexual dialogue. Where can we find time for intimacy with our chosen life partner? How do I know I'm doing everything right? Well, not, why not hit me, Ed Cavalier, up on MySpace and take advantage of my degree in couples life coaching, which I was awarded only this year through a correspondence class coupon I saw in the back of That's Life magazine next to a funny picture of a shaved cat. With our patented three-step process, you and your soulmate will go from tears to morning glory. Step one, allow I, Ed Cavalier, to shuffle through the air vents in your home to discreetly monitor your day-to-day life. In the breakfast nook, dropping the kids off to school and the pool. Step two, me, dressed all in black like a boy from Oz stagehand with a camo on my face, will take copious notes on your workbench once the lights go down, where only the distraction from making love will be my quietly wearing long-range day-colour night vision camera with removable metal sunshield and 50mm adjustable telephoto zoom. Step three, 
We put up a screen and watch footage back. And maybe, if you play your cards right, I'll get involved and show you how to take care of business just a touch more cavaliciously. And if we get time, step four, selling the tapes to Warwick Kappa. That's right. When it comes to couples therapy, go with Cavalier's Cavalife course. We'll give you the best ed in town. Back to wow. you, Tony. That was that. an exhausting read. <sighs> Did I hear the music start again halfway through? That's how long that went. Well, it's just going over the pieces there. Top work, guys. But, oh, you know, let, let's not have it said that we don't come up with great marketing ideas here at Get This. Hey, watching the news last night, and do you love it when they have to cross over to the war in the Middle East? Oh, yeah. And there's so many satellite links that they have like a really long gap. Well, it's quite long yeah. between the newsreader. Yeah. Have a listen to how long the gaps are getting on the Channel 10 News. We cross live now to Alessio Vinci, CNN's correspondent in Beirut. I might add here that there is a slight delay in this satellite link. But Alessio, what is Israel targeting today? And do you know why they've specifically chosen those targets? Hello, my world. We woke up this morning to the sounds of loud explosion. Oh, it, it sounded like he didn't know the answer. Yeah. <laughs> he was Googling it really quickly. <laughs> but, you know, that's just space that's going to waste. Yeah. You know, dead, imagine dead all air. those gaps if you added them all up. <gasps> Don't you think they should be selling advertising in those spaces? <laughs> now we're talking. That'd be a great sound. But Alessio, what is Israel targeting today? And do you know why they've specifically chosen those targets? Genderbine. Rated M. Now <laughs> showing in cinemas everywhere. <laughs> Hello, my world. We woke up this morning there to the sounds go. of loud explosions. Oh, okay. It's been pounded now for several days. There's not much else. Uh, how is the civilian population coping with the continuing bombardment? A bit more traffic perhaps uh, today, <laughs> Monday morning, but uh, this is a, an area of Beirut where usually you have traffic jams. Uh, we're not seeing anything of that today. Any evidence yet of the international community starting these mass evacuations we've been speaking of? Hey, mobile phone buyers, don't waste your time shopping around for great deals and offers. Call Crazy John on 13.22.99. Yes, we have seen already a, a lot of uh, uh, Europeans, especially... That will take off. You've given them the idea now, Tone. They're going to do it. Look at the guys in sales. Yeah. Yeah. Never seen so much activity. Not <laughs> since wear your jeans to work day. <laughs> okay. Thank you, Lawrence Loon, who was in that mm. clip. Next up on Get This, racism and testicles. Oh. That's the clash here at Get This around the nation on Triple M. The show winding up this Friday. Why exactly? Well... Ask Peter Beattie. Mm. I don't have time to ask Peter Ask Be Steve Brex. Well, why would we ask Steve Brex? Ask Bob Carr. These people are all retired. Ask Jeff Gallup. Who is that? We've never known. Ask either. the Labor Party. The entire party. They're quite busy. Ask Steve Brex. You said Brex, and he's... Ask Peter Beattie. Oh, Again, he's retired. Well. Ask Jeff Gallup. Oh. Yeah, we're not sure who that ask is. Ask Bob Carr. Bob Car why Bob Carr? Ask Steve Brex. Braxy again. Ask Jeff Gallup. Oh, Jeff Gallup. Ask Jeff Bob Carr. You don't have time for Bob Carr. Ask the Labor Party. Well, the Labor. They're very busy. Can he just stop? Have we got time to do this segment now? <laughs> Ask Peter B. <laughs> got a few spare minutes. <laughs> Ask Steve Brax. Uh, get this, of course, over the two years it's been broadcasting, has been first with all of the big stories. A man's testicles get stuck in deck chair. Right. Uh, <laughs> See, now, if I was like the editor of The Australian, mm. that would be front page. I'd have a 12-page lift out. <laughs> Just in the big headline, man's testicles get stuck in deck chair. I love how they had to say man. 
you know? Right. <laughs> That's important <laughs> Testicles enough. Testicles stuck in deck chairs aren't enough. Well, how are they going to know whose they are? <laughs> All right. A Croatian man got quite a surprise when he tried to get out of his deck chair and realised he couldn't because his testicles were stuffed. Stuffed. Uh, were stuffed. Stu- well, they probably were stuffed. <laughs> and pickled. Uh, the man, can't pronounce that, had gone swimming naked in the sea at a local beach in western Croatia. Yeah. His testicles had shrunk while he was in the cool sea and uh. slipped, <laughs> this is the best bit, and slipped through the wooden sails when he <laughs> sat back down in his wooden deck chair. But as he lay in the sun for some time, they expanded back to their normal size and got stuck between the narrow strips of wood. He was eventually freed after he called beach maintenance services on his mobile phone and they said, this is the best bit of the lot. And they sent a staff member to cut the deck chair in half. <laughs> Jeez. But I don't... But, the jaws of life were called in. But listen to this. I don't reckon that you initially go to try and cut the deck chair... Yeah. I reckon just for a minute, just for us, even if it was for a split yeah, second, yeah, yeah. I like to believe there's a bit of a crowd on the Croatian beach, Flavio yeah. lolly bags all, <laughs> yeah. right? And just a, a beach maintenance guy just kind of like tugging a bit, trying to get them out. <laughs> <laughs> and then what? You call him up. Excuse me. Yep, I'm on the beach. What's up? Testicles stuck in a deck chair. <laughs> Not again. I've got seven other people to get to. <laughs> Just a row of people just sitting there. Slip through the sails. Waiting for it to slip through the sails. <laughs> See, I would put that on the front. Testicles slip through sails. Oh, what a classy old show. We always sound so ill in those replays. <laughs> well, there have been periods where... Yeah. Quite coldy. People haven't been well on this show. Mm. We do live a very healthy lifestyle. Big time. Not going outside is always a good idea, so I think. Uh, and, of course, a fair bit of New Zealand talk on this show. Mm. Uh, here's something that happened one day when Alan Bro popped by. Yes. I didn't want to make it specifically New Zealandy because, no. of course, that's going to alienate a lot of people. But what it is, we had we had Cal Wilson in the we other did, day, yeah. And a bloke called up reception and gave the receptionist a mouthful. What's going on with Triple M? It's just all bloody New Zealanders now, is it? <laughs> now Ed's from Brisbane. Rich is from Adelaide. Brisbane. I've been here 22 years. Cal Wilson's been here a while. No. Is that racism, Alan? It is. Oh, look, and I I've experienced it in some very bizarre forms. Once I was doing a gig and a guy stood up. He was with all his mates and he'd clearly been emboldened by being a uh, part of a herd mm-hmm. and he said you're from New Zealand aren't you because I was in the middle of doing a bit about how I was from New Zealand so I, I thought well <laughs> at, least, at least you're listening here so the, that's uh, something he's the sharpest of the bunch oh he was the sharpest and then he got up and he made some mention of what uh, New Zealanders like to uh, what sort of love they like to share with their livestock and then oh, got yeah. up on stage and demonstrated for probably a good five minutes various <laughs> techniques that one might use for let's say pleasing sheep and Everyone went completely silent. I'm just standing off to the side of the stage just going, this is extraordinary stuff. And it was like a karma sutra for man and sheep. And his all technique. his mates are just looking at him, and I've never seen people more horrified in my life because clearly he was letting trade secrets out. Wow. And then he just stopped and looked at me as if, there you go, mate. <laughs> That's what your life yeah. is like, buddy. Yeah. That's showing you, hasn't I'm it? I'm on to you. <laughs> on the sheep bus. What's his show called this year? Yeah. Has he got something? <laughs> Oh, there you go. Kiwi corner out of the way. Next up. Oh, I don't want to even read that out. I don't think I can in this time slot. Here, get this. Yeah, it's good Charlotte misery here. Get this around the nation on Triple M. Oh, new podcast going up tonight. Ooh, 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 ooh. One, five, six, I think it'll Fantastic be. Fantastic, time. Hopefully the technical problems are ironed out. Did that guy ever call you back, Nikki? No. Never heard back from him. <laughs> Gee, it's amazing how many people just no longer speak to us around here. Yeah, yeah. Well, because of what I 
did in the corridors. Da, 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 why? <laughs> what did you do in the corridors? <laughs> it was art, man. That was art. Yeah. Kept the cleaners busy for a it's, while. Is that a time bomb? Is that one? A few weeks before they discover <laughs> that. It's pretty dizzy stuff. <laughs> All right. Uh, you know, maybe it's a medical thing because... Um, as you know, I think my medical problems have taken up far too much airtime on this program. Here's something that happened. Well, I'm embarrassed that it happened on the day that lovely Indira Naidu was with us. So I spend a fortune on medical insurance. And now I've got to do all Tone's procedures. That's part of my job here. I've, got to, I've been left with the, you know, I've got to do all the work. I've got to read these textbooks. I don't know what an areola is, but I've got to cut it out. I've got to cut it out, freeze it in case he wants it back. That, that's a breast yeah, that's, isn't it? Uh, I think you do know what that is, Ed Cavalli. Well, Going don't. by the photos and the social pages, you're well familiar with the areola kind. <laughs> but, you know, the medical insurance, I spend a fortune, thousands of dollars, because I'm such a medical nightmare. But then, you know, you never claim on anything. And then you, like, buy a pair of uh, nerdish glasses. <laughs> and it's like 400 bucks. Yeah. And you go, hey, I've got the glasses thing on my medical insurance. I'll call them up and they go, yeah, we'll give you thirty-nine fifty. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's 400 bucks. If my house burns down, you, you get the value of a new house. Nah, we'll give you thirty nine forty, and I'm going right. So when you send my twelve hundred dollar bill next year, can I just go? Yeah, I'll give you seventy two eighty. Happy with that, Medibank? I mean, what's that about, Indira and I do? They hang up. It's the gaps. The it's gaps. Called, yes, there it's called go. the gaps, and we're we're pushing for you know no gap cover, so that you get covered for every, all your procedures and and all the things like those very bad glasses you're wearing. So, <laughs> um, you know, it's really important that. Uh, the, the, the upfront figure someone pays, you know, is what they get back. So. I made those glasses, Indira. Thank you very much. <laughs> he stamps them out on an anvil. And they're the nicest coat hanger glasses you're ever likely to see. Out of pipe cleaners. Absolutely. <laughs> and I'm kind of dizzy today, too. I know you haven't eaten for a bit. I have not. And Ed Cavalier, this is like his ultimate nightmare. He's... I. He could not believe it when I said, I haven't eaten anything since Wednesday night. I said, not even a steak? <laughs> <laughs> not even a massive juicy steak. I'm fasting for one of my many medical procedures. Yep. This afternoon, I'm having cameras stuck in me. Mm -hmm. But don't worry, it's not serious. It's just a pilot. <laughs> Sorry, I do that joke every time. Hey, boom, boom. We're going to be voting organs out of me. That's what we're going to be doing. Who's hosting? Hot dogs. <laughs> <laughs> Hot dogs. We couldn't secure him. Imagine, couldn't nail him down. Imagine, imagine a half hour of Tony Spleen and hot dogs. You know, I'd watch it. Yeah. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to get the footage because they take camera footage. When they yeah. stick cameras in you, yeah. they take some footage. Yeah. I reckon we put that up on the internet. Good. And then we good. put up an episode of that Todd McKenney show. Good. And we see which gets the most hits. That's good. <laughs> Your, your internal workings are with best new talent at the Logies. I'm saying that my internal workings are going to kick the ass of, what is that show? You we, may be right. You may be right. Let's put that to the ultimate <laughs> consumer test. Finally. Finally a point to this program. After months and months, we finally got there. I don't remember that show at all. No, you may be axed. We know the feeling. Here again, this Triple M and next up, Talkback Mountain. It's time to get Cecilia in here. Thanks. Yeah. That was Dragon. Sorry, it's pissing down at the studio oh, today. It's me. Careful, Mr. Rudd. I hope you're correctly earthed. Oh, oh, be careful. Ruddy. I, I recognise that voice. Let's get up there. Let's get up. Talk back, Mountain.
what a view. And Cecilia on the phones is on the mic today. Hello. Hello, Sis. Hello, Tone. Hello, Ed. Sis, how are you going? Hello, Rich. Ramrod, how you doing? Good to see you. Um, It's it's fine to be, you know, on this side of the glass. I don't have to make faces at uh, Richard and, you know, ticks of approval when he plays John Howard laughing at things. We often uh, spot people from sales coming round to have a word to you while we're Mm. on here. Is that in direct response to something we've said usually? Often not, no. They're often just avoiding having to do their job, I think. And I know there's a few other people that do that as well. Yeah. Might, might be my scintillating company. Okay. Yeah. Could now, be. But you're generally occupied dealing with the filth on the phones. Oh. How are the callers treating you this year? <laughs> the callers have been very nice. There's mm. lots of uh, regular ones, of course. There's Xander who asked yeah, me out. And I did get to meet him at the rally. He asked you out, He did, he? yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, and, uh, Dan's not impressed by that, although I've seen him Xander. pull the same move so many times. No, you haven't, Tony. <laughs> Sandy, you creep. That's a bit rough. Also, uh, a a number of celebrities have taken a shine to you as well just before they come in to do the uh, hour of guest hosting. Well, I was going to say one of my favourite people that spent some time in the airlock, as we call it, was your mum, Rich. Oh, okay. She didn't hit on you, though, did she? Uh, No, she didn't hit on me. No, no. And Rob Carlton did show his breast to you guys and and he took over the phones for a little while, which was very nice of him to, you know, help out. He's stacked, isn't he? Isn't he, Rob Carlton? He's stacked to the rafters. (laughs) He's got a boob dent Mm. he doesn't like to talk about. Now, every... Everyone who works on this show has to, at some point, do a sketch. I mean, that's kind of the rule, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah no, we're not going to play your summer camp yet. Thanks. No, no donkey court, right? Oh, hey, good no, 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 no. Oh, don't worry. Oh, no. Is that I have a special before? file just for people who have requested donkey courtroom. <laughs> Look how big that is. Those requests will be honoured on Friday's program, but uh, it's a big ask. Have you managed to knock a sketch together, Cecilia? Well, I did. Yes. Yes, I got my pot and pan. Right. I'm not nearly as and good who, as Matthew Dower. Who, we haven't heard this. Who helped you with it? Uh, was uh, Ed involved? No. I wasn't there. No. Uh, the, the, uh, Sex in the City helped me and uh, oh. Richard Marsland helped oh, me. He but volunteered, did he? Yeah, he did. He, he, but I actually, yeah. no, I wanted to set it up like, you know, I'm on the yes. phones and I hear staff, people ring me up and they tell me what's going on around the place. Yep. And I heard about this meeting that was going to go on with Richard Marsland and one Mr. Matthew McConaughey. Mm. Wow, Matthew McConaughey, hey? This is an honour. I'm a big fan and, look, I was really well surprised when your people said you wanted to see me about a project of... Uh, Here's what I've been thinking about. How do we get your column to translate to the silver screen? Oh, my column! The column I used to write for the Sunday Mail in South Australia. Yes. Mm, sorry, Matthew, to waste your time, but that was actually cancelled last year. I think I've got the answer. The answer? Well, look, Matthew, uh, get this might be finishing up, but... I don't know about going back to the column writing. I mean, there is Newstopia, and I managed to get a few jokes on that this week. I think your writing is brilliant. Thanks. I really do. I mean, it's sharp, it's edgy, it's brutal at times. Okay. I do like it. I really do. Thank you, Matthew McConaughey. (laughs) (coughs) Mr. McConaughey, Matthew, (laughs) this is is really flattering, but you want to develop my column, which... I don't write anymore. Into a film? Who'd star in it? Ed Cavalier? <laughs> I mean, look at him. I mean, he is such a great guy. I'll tell him you said that. Uh, so what exactly do you see the plot of the film being? What if we flush out a central relationship? Ed and Tony's relationship? Or back in the days of Adelaide, me and Ann Wills? <laughs> it's, it's very New York. Adelaide? Well, it's got quite the nightlife, but, uh, well, I wouldn't say Rundle Mall was any Broadway. There's the Ville Gardens, of course. That's a bit fruity. It's always a little juicy. Okay, okay, okay. Well, let, let me get this straight. You, Matthew McConaughey, want to produce a film of my Adelaide column... Excellent. ...about and starring Ed and Tony. You know? Sounds like it could be a bit with Nail and I. Excellent. Yeah. My only question, really, is what the f*** is Gary's problem? Uh, Gary? I'm Richard. Kidding. 
I'm active. <laughs> Are you feeling okay? <laughs> That's what I do. Oh, I know. <laughs> yes, but do you see what I mean? That's why I want to develop the story with you. No, no like I said, uh, big fan. I especially liked your work in Dazed and Confused. Man, woman. Walking the earth. Uh, how about this? I'll, I'll think about your idea <laughs> and I'll let Ed and Tony know you're interested. I don't understand why we can't be together. I really want to f*** you, baby. Thanks, thanks, Matthew. I've uh, got to go now. I think my agent wants to uh, talk to me about an offer of a series. And I've got some striped Freddy Krueger jumpers to wash and some lotion to purchase and some cameras to strap onto my shoe and what have you. Take care. <laughs> Beautiful work, Wow. Thank you. Thanks. thanks. You've managed to capture the true voice of Richard Marsland yes, and, of course, yes. his rather odd relationship with Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> to me, in those clips, sounds like he might be one of our weekend listeners. I think he might be. <laughs> okay. How does this set up sense. our callers, though? Here's what we're doing today. What do you want to know? What do you want to know? Yeah, what do you just want to know? Like, if you've had a brush uh, with Richard, mm-hmm. yeah. let's uh, let's hear about that. Any questions about... Let, let's yeah, maybe... Even, uh, even brush with Kevily. I think there'll anyway. be lots more about it, let's, I was going to say, on the phone. Not. You know, yeah. people probably have a lot of questions after listening to this yeah, show. Anything yes. you want to talk about, we'll attempt to discuss it. There's mm-hmm. lawyers here, obviously. Mm-hmm. Certain things we can't talk about. Um, maybe how Richard lives his life. Let's put that off the menu no. now because no. that's going to be... Lotion. It's all about lotion. Most yeah, of Friday's <laughs> show, according to the notes I've <laughs> really? seen. Cecilia, thank you again for thank your beautiful you for your contributions. Thank you. And of course, thank you for putting together Get That, which is your little project. Yes, I get to do that every week as well. Of Get This. For Tell the us the glamour time it goes out on. Six to eight on Sunday morning. Oh, oh what a treat. It's very nice. I Everyone gets to hear my, you know, good good work there and your fabulous introductions. And it, Yeah, absolutely. Humour just for the baking community. <laughs> <laughs> and now let's... Listeners, call up Cecilia, have a word, throw a question at her about anything at all. We'll tackle, well, science, but we do that. Yeah, but I'm really looking for brushes with Richard Marsland okay. as well. As a dovetail, I really am looking for something along those lines. Whatever you want. One triple three five three. Thanks, Seth. Thank Thanks, you. Triple M. Triple M. Thank you, Jones. Comma Jesus, right here, right now. Get this around the nation on Triple M. We're up Talkback Mountain today. It's anything you want to know. And Cecilia on the phone just pop back in. Come back in. She's, got oh, she's so still much. dealing she's with something. Of. Oh, dear. Wow. That looks like a serious one. All that right. looks like a $3.25 per minute phone call. Can we, uh, Come on, sis. Get to it. Lots of people want to know, Ed. Hi, Justin. How are you? Good, good. How are you going? Excellent. What do you want to know, bro? Uh, aside from Ed Kevily, what's the favourite toy in the bedroom? Oh. Wow. Ah, favourite toy in the bedroom. Ed? Bindi's beads for me. <laughs> yeah, absolutely right. There's a uh, there's a local comedian where I live, Justin, who uh, has just brought out a uh, like a, a collection of work. Yeah. And on one of these collections of work, he's decided to to sort of uh, sort of brown face up, as if you will, minstrel style. <laughs> yes. Uh, and I've got one of the standees of that, Justin, and I've stuck uh, it to the ceiling above my bed. <laughs> I wondered where that went. That was and in the office. The thing is, he's not joking. No, no he's not. And Absolutely right. Justin. Personally, I prefer mousetrap. It takes a long time to set <laughs> yeah. up, but what a payoff. <laughs> uh, thank you very much, Justin. Thanks, Did you Justin? get a lot of people calling up about sex toys? Uh, we did have a spate of that. A spate. Uh, I think a it was um, something to do with the topic. Who else has got a spate? Hey, Ted. Hi, Josh. How are you? Hey, not too bad, Ed. What would you like Tony to know? Rich. Hello, hey, Josh. What's your, what's your question, sir? Cavalry, mate, this is directed right at you. Yeah, come yeah. on, hey, son. Didn't you warn us about the contents of Short Bus? Oh, uh, Josh. Oh. Josh, have you seen it? My wife will never forgive me for oh. getting that one out. Listen, listen to me, Josh. I listen thought to... we did warn people about no, no, no. it. I, I thought st- that was the point, too. I strongly recommend it. I still do. Josh, <laughs> you, yeah. watch, you loved every second, bro. Don't even <laughs> pretend you didn't. 
No, mate. No, 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 no. He spent a lot of time on the fast forward. Oh, oh. man. And the rewind and the pause. Maybe uh, fast forward. <laughs> okay. Well, we're, we're divided on the short bus issue in here. Josh, um, how's your yoga? <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate. I'm not that limber. Yes. <laughs> get to work on those flexibility skills and get back to us. Nice to talk uh, to you. you better get back hey, to just us. want to say that uh, mm. it's going to be a bit of a radio wasteland when you guys go, oh, mate. I appreciate That's that, Josh. You Thank oh, you very much. Well, Josh. we've been working towards a radio wasteland for years on this show. Absolutely right. Hospital Radio, look out for us. Thank you, Josh. Thanks for your support. Who's next? Hi, Adrian. G'day, fellas. How you going? Excellent. It's well, going to be a shame to hear you blokes off here. Dead set, mate. Oh, come round to your place. Do it live. Mate, we will. you're more than welcome. All right, sweet. Barbies and everything, mate. <laughs> if you want topless women, I can organise that. Ooh. <laughs> Nikki. Where have you been all my life? Uh, hey, tell me, my tell me. <laughs> yeah, but this one's for Richard. Yep. Hey, yes. Mate, that's it. You just, I think you've got a brother called Earl. Oh. You just sort of remind me of Earl. You know, my name is Earl. Oh, oh that's Eva. Oh, yeah. Jason Lee. I was trying just to work the out. the way you carry on. Yeah, listen to your mate. Yeah. <laughs> Adrian, did you want us to send you a photo of Richard? Yeah, I'd love it, sure? mate. Please, guys, could I just get a picture of you guys with the signatures, mate? Please. Yeah, you can do. <laughs> yeah, yeah we'll send you our credit card. I, oh, no, no, that's what I want. No, but I'm trying to pinch the Holden blimp and get saved. Get this on oh, it, you know? Oh, that'd be great. <laughs> oh, mate, if I could. I thought that might be a question. How do we find the Holden blimp yeah. to put, get this Don't worry, on? I'm a Ford man. I know how to find Holden. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you know, we'll probably leave it at that, I reckon, Adrian. Yeah, just make sure I don't Take the Zippo floor with me. All right. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want any Zeppelin disasters no, in our no, final no, week. No, thank no Hindenburgs. No, <laughs> thank you, Adrian. No time for that. Lovely, Good lovely, one, Adrian. Lovely to talk to you. Wow. Well, Tone, do we do that thing where we just take someone at random because Sess oh. is in here? Yeah. It's a bit tricky. It is very, very dangerous. Xander wanted to have a go at you oh, about, you know, Xander, taking me out man, and whatever. that's not... The you know. network advises against it. But mm. let's just do it. Take a call at random. Almost uh, always ends in Hello, tears. Is that Gary? Gary, are you there? Is it Gary? Hi, yeah. Gary. How are you going? Uh, not too bad. Yourself? Uh, good. I'm, I'm worried about what you're going to say, basically. Uh, <laughs> what, 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 what would you like to ask? What do you want to know? Uh, it's a question um, directed to you, Ed, oh, as well. Um, there we go. No, we thank God they're here. Are they oh, yeah. going to take that on the road, like take it to different states and that, like they used to do, hey, hey, Saturday? Oh, get oh, it on the back what? of a truck and just do, you get Borny, the Doors. Yeah, and dressed as Aussie Ostrich. That's it, the Vikings yeah. and, <laughs> nice. like, the Spicks and Spectacular. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Gary, that's a... That's a that's a really good idea. I don't know. I'll, uh, I'll put it to the boys. I've got yeah. uh, no word on that. I mean, obviously, um, it's a big production. There's a lot. It's not like Warwick Kappa just stripping in your garage for three grand. <laughs> no, it's a lot yeah, of props. It's a lot of yeah. fake moustaches there. All right. Yeah, exactly yeah. right. Get to load them up in the truck. Yep. Uh, Gary, how about I let you know? How about that, son? Yeah, and what you could do um, with one of the audience and that, just get all, get this, listeners in there. Yeah, Gary, uh, <laughs> hard to get him away from the computer. The, wall, the world of Warcraft doesn't tend to let you go that easily. Oh, I think it would be a great idea if you want to see a episode of Thank God You're Here where all of the lines are from Police 10-7. That's an excellent idea. Personally, I would. <laughs> so I'd go and see that. Thanks, Thanks Gary. everyone wow. who had a question. Thank you, Cecilia, again. Thanks, Thanks Tom. We'll Thanks, be seeing you Thanks, again Thanks, before Thanks, Nikki. Everyone Thanks, gets roped into our final chamozzle on Friday, don't you worry about that. But oh. next up there, she is outside oh, the window. She's oh. smiling already. She's right. already been escorted <laughs> from the building three times <laughs> by people who didn't realise she was a guest. It's Judith Lucy. Get this. They won't eat chicken until they get home. Brought to you by Nissan Navara. Huge pulling power. Do what I want.
not because I can If I don't because I want to It's the Jazz Flute Hour Be ignored by the stiff and the bored Because I'm gonna Hour two of Get This brought to you by Nissan Navara And it's massive pulling power I think we've heard all about that over the last two years Something we haven't heard about Someone we haven't heard from ever on this show is Judith Lucy. Yeah. Oh, I'm hyperventilating. I'm hyperventilating, but I'm, no I'm need, here. No need for that on this show, Judith. Nothing can possibly go wrong, and if it does, that man over there pushing buttons will be responsible. So. No, I'm just sorry that it's taken these appalling circumstances <laughs> for me to break my pledge that I would never set foot inside an Oz stereo building ever again. And on my way up here, I saw some members of upper management peel their faces off yeah. and reveal their lizard heads. Oh, okay. Well, I have to be fair. When we started doing this show, uh, one of the bosses called me up and in, it was when you were having your show, I failed. Uh, and he said, look, mate, I don't want you to think that, uh, you know, we don't want Judith Lucy on the network. If you want to have her on the show, we are fine about that. Absolutely fine about that. And I said, well, great, because, you know, the bloke she had a lot of her trouble with, uh, you know, he doesn't work here anymore. And he was the guy who, you know, famously told you not to mention Marlon Brando. Mm, mm. Don't say Marlon Brando on here because nobody knows who he is. I don't know and, who he is. and when I mentioned that, the guy on the phone who was being really nice to me suddenly went, Well, mate, I just think if you're going to mention an actor, don't mention one that's died 30 years ago. <laughs> Look, Tony, I think in the final analysis, Oz yeah. Stereo and I were not a good fit because my back passage simply <laughs> could not accommodate their grossly misshapen member. <laughs> Well, hello to Marlon Brando yeah. fans. He didn't <laughs> die 30 years ago. He, in fact, died 18 months before that guy had the conversation with him. I'm going, so dead in Superman, dead in Apocalypse Now, apparently. Yeah, yeah. Look, we really, unless it was Lindsay Lohan, we couldn't mention it. <laughs> oh, well, we're going to be mentioning all kinds of things before we get the arse and a lot... June to- Allison. There's an obscure <laughs> actor for you. Even Vay Malmsteen. He's coming in at this hour. <laughs> Family feuds. I'm guessing that's something you know oh, about. Oh, I've got a couple. We're going to do that. We're going to find out about Richard Marsland's secret skill. We'll have a final word from the Federal Treasurer. It's all coming up in this hour of Get This live from the Triple M Studios. There's Chuck everywhere and the seats are disgusting. Graffiti is Graffiti is the worst. Thank you very much, you two. It's the second hour of Get This Around the Nation on Triple M. Winding up at the end of this week and one thing that I find helps, don't you find, Richard, is when you get the arse from somewhere... Mm -hmm. One way that you can sort of, you know, take the edge off it is to surround yourself with other people who have been in the same situation. Absolutely. Mm. She's here. It's Judith Lucy. Spectacular music, please. Toto's Africa. Is that... Sorry about that, Judith. I wouldn't have it any other way. (laughs) No. What have you got? Something good. (laughs) Pick them in the ground today. What the hell? Triple M's Mingo. No. Sorry. That's Richard's Mingo jingle. That's (laughs) appalling. You don't need to hear that. Something from the Cavalier Collection. Oh, dear. That's who I'm working with, Judith. <laughs> Never reach the air. In case you've forgotten how this song goes. <laughs> Something or other. Something else. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> Look at the range of talent we've got in this studio. Are you impressed? I'm a little intimidated and I may have to leave. <laughs> oh, don't do that. What's been going on with you? How did, did you get here all right? Uh, well, no, I didn't. My taxi didn't turn up. That but always, I, uh, I noticed your... it was driven by Guy Dobson. I saw, <laughs> okay. I saw just, you know, the man whose head looks like a loaf of bread. But... Look, what has been going on? Look, I, I, I've come with bad news. Oh, oh no. Not, bad. not more bad news. Yeah, yeah, because really, uh, ever since getting the sack mm. from Oz Stereo, yes. well, look, 
I'm now at the point in my career where if people do recognise me, I have to actually explain to them how. Uh, okay. and, um, oh. Which always is a, is a confidence booster. And can I just tell you a little story that happened to please me the other day? Do, my local florist slash nursery. I've gone in there. And by the way, if this person happens to be listening, it's an excellent florist and you're a lovely man. <laughs> <laughs> which obviously means I'm about to be quite unkind. I walked in there and the first thing he said was, uh, oh, you're a... You're an actress. Mm. And that's when I should have let everyone off the hook and just gone, no, sir, I'm a baker. Can I have a bunch of flowers? But because, you know, I'm a really bad liar, I've gone, oh, actually, no, I'm a comedian, knowing he has no clue who I am. Mm, Then he goes, aha, you've been in here before. (laughs) Okay, a customer. Yes. But I'm thinking, well, yeah, I have. But, you know, if we were playing who am I, Mm. person has been into shop more than once, not that helpful a clue. (laughs) Then he's gone, aha, your hair's up. Ah, now he's got you. Yeah, because, Ed, the last time I robbed a bank, it was a toss-up between the Richard Nixon mask (laughs) or just wearing my hair up. Because that makes me just unrecognisable. Yeah. But what was weird was my hair wasn't up. It wasn't oh, up, okay. Which, of course, I had to mention just to keep things bubbling <laughs> awkwardly along. Uh, then, to try and get over that bit of awkwardness, I've actually gone to him, oh, well, it's curly hair. Who knows what the hell it's doing? <laughs> because really, at that stage, it was that or what's wrong with you, you blind imbecile. <laughs> Then he's gone, my wife knows who you are. Oh, okay. Bring her in. <laughs> well, I'm thinking, what a shame. That lovely lady's not with us today. And, you know, the reason I'm not saying my name is yeah. because I absolutely knew in my waters, gentlemen, mm. that it wouldn't have helped. No. <laughs> and that it actually would have made the situation that much more humiliating. Yeah, Although, yeah. with the wisdom of hindsight, it's hard to know how. Because <laughs> then he's turned to me and he's gone, all right, then, all right, just give me the the first letter of your first name. And I'm thinking, you know, is it Wheel of Fortune? (laughs) Do you want a vowel and a couple of consonants? And that's really the moment when I should have just picked up some gardening shears and started repeatedly stabbing myself (laughs) in the chest because that would have made it less excruciating Oh, now I recognise you. (laughs) It's you. Then I've gone... Okay, it's a J. And I'm not kidding, he's gone, J? Oh, forget it. (laughs) (laughs) You know, like if I'd given him a more popular letter, that might have helped. So I'm, you know. But you've always been selfish like that. I have. Insisting on spelling spelling Judith with a J. I know. Unbelievable. Why couldn't I be Tudith? (laughs) And that would roll off the tongue so much more easily. So I finally, I buy my flowers. I want to kill myself. I'm walking out the door and what's the final thing he yells at me? What? Gina Riley. Oh my God. That's not even a J. It just well, sounds I know. like a J. I know. I'm thinking she's vastly more successful oh. than me. And yeah, that's a G, you idiot. And <laughs> I was buying flowers for your wife, Tony Barton. Were you so really? I blame you entirely. What have I done? Uh, well, you married her. Okay. I thought you were covering up for something. <laughs> no, then. no. Perhaps it gotten back. But uh, Judith, the great thing, though, is when people don't quite know who you are, or if, you know, 
with me, for example, they think it's Andrew Denton for some reason. Sure. Yeah. Once they're certain you are that person, that's licensed to just do anything because it's going to be blamed on them. Just drop your pants, drop <laughs> Punch one out, that's what I say. If they think it's James Valentine, that's not going to get back to me. So see, this is my point. You see, when he said to me, you're an actress, I should have gone, yes, I'm Georgie Parker. <laughs> but yeah. I didn't. Okay, well... We don't have Georgie Parker with us today. We have someone who I figure is perfectly placed to help us out with some family feuds. Am mm. I wrong there, Oh, Jen? you're not wrong. Oh, let's get to that very soon. I'll get this. Shorts. Thank you very much. The Foo Fighters, the pretender here at Get This Around the Nation with myself, Tony Martin. We've got Richard Mars and Pushing Buttons and Judith Lucy Judith sitting Lucy. in. Don't you have another guy that's meant yeah, to be yeah, here as yeah, well? I've told you about it, haven't I? I mean, often he's not here when a song ends. He's probably out at the... But here he comes. Yeah, see, I was going to make my big move on it too. <laughs> he's got a vending machine attached to Ed, his arm. I reckon I'm just young enough to be your really hot foster parent. <laughs> what do you think? Let's uh, do it. Yeah. Okay. Let's get it on. It's good to That's have you. That's only living in partial sin. Yeah, all right. We'll get to you, Ed. Judith, you're telling me you've worked with Richard Marsden before, is Well, that right? we've met. We met uh, in the City of Churches, didn't we, Richard? On Adelaide time. The yes. breakfast show there, yeah. And that's about as interesting as the story gets, <laughs> Sorry, Hang time. a second. You must have some observations or insights because one of the questions that's been going the longest on this show is how does Richard Marsden live his life? Most people <laughs> assume it's like... Uh, Buffalo Bill in Silence of the Lambs. That's probably the <laughs> right. Right. best thing. guess. Yeah. I mean, was that on that show? What is it? A, a sort of a mole-like existence? Are you kind <laughs> of underground a lot? Yes. Or? Breeding butterflies. Okay. Um, yeah. Apparently uh, pits full of lotion. Yeah. Right. All of the, the truth will come out on Friday's show. <laughs> and a little pet poodle, just for extra creep factor. When you say you went on the... Who was on the show with him in those days in Adelaide? Oh, I was pretty drunk back then. Okay. So I probably can't recall. Was Would, would that have been Amanda Blair? Was Amanda Blair. There you go. Is yeah. that the Another show? person that's been pretty much sacked <laughs> by Osterio. What it's a, an exclusive club. But that was a show that was performed in a tiny dark room, yes, wasn't it? Yes, that's right, yeah. That was very scary. Yeah, it's a little, I mean, for, for want of a better term, dog box of a studio. Yeah. It's tiny, you can't see outside. It's really, it's almost like it's underground. Yeah, well, I, I do remember thinking your skin looked a bit like raw dough. <laughs> <laughs> Is that so? Yeah, just a, just a flashback then. That's what I call a Dunedin tan. <laughs> That's beautiful. Okay, <laughs> let's find out what this bloke is capable of. Prepare to be impressed, Judith, as we visit once again the skills of Richard Marsland. From Get This, the people who brought you the TV shows everyone's talking about. Medical emergency gotcha. Girls of the Spectre Mansion. It's me or Shane Warne. Dancing with the Stasi. Jake and the morbidly obese man. Can we not? Ready, steady, shrimp. The optometrist and the ophthalmologist. Inspector Rex Hunt. What is it? What is it, boy? Fire. What was that? Up in the street. And carry on, up Carl Stefanova comes the show that says why should horse, dog, ghost and baby whisperers have all the whispering fun? Richard Marsland is the Fridge Whisperer. Hi, I'm Richard Marsland, the Fridge Whisperer. Uh, Ed, that's you know, I'm not doing it. Just for the no, sketch. I'm not doing it. They won't They hear will, man. You no, do it. Mind. You do it. Well, I'm not doing it. All right. Thank God you're here. This fridge is a shop bird. I'll be the judge of that with the help of this little baby. A farmer's Union iced coffee. I'll just leave that there and now we wait. Let's see. Kelvinator 316 1985 model. Four hours and 15 minutes. <laughs> Ed. 
you go. It's fantastic. That was only about 12 seconds. <laughs> nope. This F-U-I-C is still room temperature. This fridge is a shot bird. I said that. Uh, 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 there's only room for one fridge whisperer in this sketch. I'm Richard Marsland. I'm Richard. All right, let's see some of this so-called fridge whispering yeah. then. Okay, uh, what whispers have I got here? Nope, I'm just going to have to do the dance. Hit it! Nope, nothing. Speak for yourself. I'm just going to have to show it who's boss. Bad habits they may have picked up at the shop can persist well after installation. As long as you show them who the pack leader is. Uh, do you have a minibar fridge? No. In that case, you can hit one of the pressure points. Uh, if you can just hold the door open, I'll just press the switch that keeps the light on. Are you sure that's safe, Richard? I'll just keep the light off. It's all about submitting to the operator. Here we go. Okay. And if I know the 316... Oh, wow! Never gave up hope. Richard Marsland is the Fridge Whisperer on Get This immediately after the Courtney Love Boat. Oh, yes, that was far too terrifying to put to air. Judith, have you been, uh, you know, getting your list of family feuds and getting it down to a short list during that sketch? Oh, <laughs> well, of course, I have spent most of this year writing a book oh, about my family, so I've got great. feuds aplenty. Oh, let's hear about that, and listeners, we want to hear about yours next on Get This. Get This. Some of the wording was just totally inappropriate. Um, words like vulva, ovum. Brought to you by Nissan Navara. Huge pulling power. It's Get This Around the Nation on Triple M. Just leave a gap in case the ad's still going in Brisbane. Still going in Brisbane? Hello, Brisbane. Just Pop down to Ripley's. There we go. And we're out of the we're ads. In. Very nice. <laughs> I hate talking over the brain-snapping bargains. It is Get This. It is on Triple M. <laughs> Judith Lucy is here, unlikely as it may seem. Oh, yeah. This is a one-time-only offer. You will never hear me on an Oz Stereo oh. program other than this ever again. Well, this is going to run for another two days, so please... Mm. You know, there's plenty more opportunities to come in yeah. because we like the laughs. Cheap, nasty, and downright boring. Oh, so true. Rick, well, what an said. invitation. <laughs> Rick's hard. He's dishing out the invites. What we want to do now is talk about family feuds. I know that's bad about the house. It's not really appropriate. But it's we just, just good to hear. We love to hear it. Now, before we get to your family, and I'm glad to hear that there's a book coming out, I've... Uh, well, I've been hearing about this book for quite a while. Mm. I'm predicting it'll be book of the year. But before we get to that, Ed Cavalier, I've been working with Hello. him for a couple of years. And sure. slowly, I'm putting together the family tree. It's mm. very like my own. Mm. Do you get into feuds, Ed? We love it. Uh, we really? Can't, yeah, we can't get enough. We try and keep them. You know, there's some that simmer away for years mm. and years. But you've always, you need fresh ones, Judy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because yeah. you forget about old ones mm. until Christmas. But you need, you know, new ones just to keep you interested. Sure. But my favourite one is... Uh, when I was a teenager, I didn't like giving my mum phone messages very much. Not mm. in a in a nasty way, mm. just in a, I've got Super Nintendo to play. Yeah, kind of right, like, sure, I know other things sure. on my yeah, mind. Yeah, yeah. Altered Beast isn't going to finish itself. No, it's exactly. not. So uh, one time my uncle called when I was 17 and he said, oh, could you tell your mum I rang? I said, yep, I completely forgot and uh, hasn't spoken to us in 10 years. Hasn't spoken to you in 10 years. It's as simple as that. <laughs> um, is that it, though? Is that the end of the story? That's, that, that's, all, that's it for that one. 
Right. Yeah, there's some... There's some, there's some <laughs> oh, really? Small potatoes, You Kelly. have much to learn, oh, Grasshopper, oh, really? when it comes to families. Uh, well, are there any active at the moment in your family, Judith? Or oh, no, we... because too many people are dead. Oh, sure, fair enough. Let's go into the archives. All right, then. Well, Tone, I can't really go past the feud my father and I had over his testicles. Oh, that's true. This um, is true. I was there when this happened yeah, in uh, Fremantle. This is a true story. So, many years ago, I... I did a one-woman show that had this joke in it. Here it comes. Strap yourselves in, everybody. <laughs> Does anyone else's father's testicles seem to be doing an impersonation of Houdini? <laughs> because I tell you, it didn't matter what my father wore, bathers, shorts, those little guys were always escaping. <laughs> Simple oh, as that. Oh, there's one more bit. Oh. <laughs> uh, no, I can honestly say that as a small child, the only thing that I saw more of than my father's balls was Gilligan's Island. <laughs> yeah. Not particularly offensive, surely. And how do I not have my own Tonight Show? <laughs> but anyway, so now my parents, and, and, you know, fair play to them, just thought we could go and see our daughter's shows or not. Yeah, and yeah. just decided to stay home and yeah. watch, you know, One Foot in the Grave. And that's fine. <laughs> um, so basically that joke was in the review that was in the paper. And oh, I right. have jokingly said to my father, hey, Dad, if anyone gives you a hard time about that, you can say she wasn't talking about my balls. Okay. <laughs> Because ironically, for once, and as for you would know, Tone, I've talked a lot about my parents over yeah. the years. But and it's for all once, true. It's it was all true. But I am thrilled to say I never saw my father's scrotum. So was, it no, was just a joke. It was actually based. That joke was based on a story about a friend's father. Yeah, yes. Anyway, so I've explained all of this to Dad. Next day, I'm staying in a hotel. Facts. Fax said, slid oh, bad. under the door. And by the way, a photocopy oh, of not a the fax original. because oh. he keeps the original. Fair enough. Okay? Evidence. So, and on that little fax, it simply said, I found the review. I no longer consider you to be my daughter. Our relationship is at an end. So, the moral of that story is no matter how hilarious they are, <laughs> don't crack jokes about parents' genitals. No. And you see, because the really interesting thing, Ed, is so we weren't speaking <laughs> and then he died. That's true. <laughs> so that was literally well, a kicker. Last yeah, a bit of a kicker there. A falling out over Nads. <laughs> so Nation, I set you the challenge. Family feuds, okay. that's what we want to hear. I, wa- I tell you who I see on the news and it so reminds me of my family, those people in Victoria. Whitnels? The Whitnells. Yeah, they uh, love that. Yes, yes. The sort of quivering-lipped sort of Injured bogan. Yeah. <laughs> you know, out the front going, oh, Tammy's been chucking eggs. Yeah. <laughs> we leave us alone. Haven't we suffered enough? That is e- every film of my family, is that? Is that right? Tiny, tiny feuds somehow on the news. Mm. What are those Faye Joas doing on our side of the property line? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know. This is going to end in court. <laughs> family feuds, we love them. Call us up with yours. One triple three five three. Not Talkback Mountain. Tainted Love. That's right. Soft Cell here at Get This Around the Good Nation. Good to hear that song again, oh, too. Oh, Judith Lucy is here back in the building. Somehow snuck her way in. Family feuds. She's had them. She loves them. Who's got one, Ed? G'day, Michael. Uh, g'day, guys. How you going? Excellent. Talk us through the feud. Uh, I was about five years old at mm-hmm. a wedding. Uh, I ran around to all the tables and pinched all the after-dinner mints. Fair enough. Ate them. Mm-hmm. And then I was sitting on my uncle's knee and threw up all over his foot. 
Okay. And he still doesn't speak to me to this day. Still doesn't speak. And this is how long did you say? Oh, I think it's about 32 years. 32 years for a bit of spew on someone's foot. That just makes good sense to me. <laughs> I mean, is there no way a piece of cord could be brokered? No, he doesn't talk to me. Can he throw up on your shoes? Is this the only way to resolve this? Oh, he can do whatever he likes. I don't really care anymore. Well, there you go. I'm over it. Yeah, I'm over it. 32 years. Sounds like you're quite grateful. Sounds like it was actually just a good plan. (laughs) Yeah, well, no loss to me. There you go. go. Okay. That's right. Keep the flames burning. Beautiful. Thank you, Michael. G'day, Tom. Oh, g'day. Family feud, my friend. Oh, my mother and her second cousin haven't spoken since 1983 mm-hmm. because she described his perm as being a bit too bourgeois. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I only found out about this when a substitute teacher from my high school who turned out to be his mother had me for year 11 substitute English. Yeah. And she said, oh, are you, are you Tom? Explained it all and yeah. it was all news to me. Wow. And, you know, is the how's the perm travelling these days? <laughs> oh, I don't know. I... Don't think they've. I've, I've certainly never met him. Um, How can a perm look bourgeois? Yeah, that's my question. <laughs> I imagine a huge sort of Louis the Fourteenth arrangement right. with a beauty spot. Is that how he was getting around? I, well, it was 1983. I wasn't even born yet. It was yeah. one of those things that sort of transcends people's generation. I think yeah, people, it's a generational thing. Yeah, people were still going to the guillotine in '83, weren't they? <laughs> the perm, they were. Yeah, I, I think Lamal was guillotine, <laughs> possibly. Uh, who's Thanks, next? Tom. G'day, Deb. Oh, g'day. How you going? Oh. Not bad. Yeah, I, um, I'll quickly get into this. Um, I haven't oh. seen my mother for over 10 years. Oh, yes. Right. And uh, that's because uh, her and my ex-husband oh, were having an affair. Oh, God. Oh. And they ended up living together and oh. they're still together. And I hate their guts and I hope they die. Wow. <laughs> oh, well, you're in good company here. We know these emotions only too I well. I think you have everyone's full support, Deb. Yeah. Oh, thanks. That's great. In fact, if you'd want to stay on the phone and slip me their address, <laughs> I might pop round. Wow. Gee. I mean, that is, it does sort of put the spewed on foot and the bourgeois perm into the shade, <laughs> yeah. does that? Well, I wished I'd been famous because I could have sold the story and made some money out of it. And, well, you know. it's always that's still, life magazine. That's life, Deb. That would be all over this. No, nah, that's only four or 500 bucks. No, you're absolutely no, right. You no, want top, yeah. top shelf I want big money. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> thumbs down. How much are thumbs down paying in the community? Zero, zero, time, zero yeah, dollars. Zero dollars there, mate. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Although, although Penthouse, they pay well for them. Yes. Do they, Rich? Can you turn it into something saucy? Uh, as long as it's never, ever happened to me, <laughs> I think you can. That's a terrible story, Deb, and we feel oh. your pain. Uh, hello. Th- oh, hello. Who have we got now? Well, I think we've got a call from Ethel Chop. Are you yeah. there? Hello, oh, Mr. Yeah. Cavalier. Oh, dear. How are you going, Ethel? How are you, Ethel? I look better than you, lot. <laughs> oh, I heard the news. How I laughed. I laughed like a drain. Oh, look... You know, are you that surprised you've been axed, Mr. Martin? Not really. I mean, Triple M are obviously clear-thinking people. I mean, they play Nickelback, which you keep bagging week after week. I mean, the poor fellow's only trying to make a buck. It's very true. And, um, and Miss Lucy, you've had Miss Lucy on the show, finally. Yeah, that's yeah. right, yes, with her family stories. of you, isn't it, really? Because it's the last week. Yes, what a charming story about your father's man glands, Miss Lucy. I okay. knew you'd like that, Ethel. Oh, I Loved it, as you can imagine. I'm that bellious. No wonder he cut you off. You're lucky he didn't send you back to that orphanage. Look, kids, I am, as you know, a peaceful woman. I can't stand family arguments. I just can't stand them. Whoa, we know that. But with some people, it's unavoidable, isn't it? Yes. I mean, my daughter Rhonda's husband Wayne, my son-in-law, as I like to call him, Stubby, because he's always holding one. Right. <laughs> yeah, he's a selfish brute. I called him the other day to see if he wouldn't mind. Pop 
shopping round to open a stubborn jar of pickles. And he moans, oh, I'm at work, Ethel. I can't come now. I'll be, I'll be around after work. I said, well, it's too late, you fool. I'll have starved to death by then, you cruel man. <laughs> so he reluctantly popped around. But by then, I'd already opened the jar with a rubber glove. Have you tried that, Mr. Martin? Uh, not lately, no. Oh, it's a marvellous trick. <laughs> really? You'd think Wayne would have been happy for me, but no. Instead, he was mad as a cut snake. Something about driving all the way from Bacchus Marsh or Moral Bark or some silly-sounding suburb that gave me the giggles. <laughs> oh, it's good to laugh when people are angry, isn't it? It calms them down. <laughs> Unless you're Wayne. He went right off, and there was nothing for it. I had to pour that jar of pickles right over his head. <laughs> and look, that did the trick. He went as limp as a wig. She made a dreadful mess of my hall run. I said, you better clean that up, you know, before you go. But he wouldn't, the lazy brute. And now, apparently, he's looking for a new job. Uh. <laughs> no wonder if he adopts the same attitude with his boss as he does with me. I'm surprised he can get work shoveling shit compost. <laughs> it well, takes all sorts in this world, doesn't it, kids? Does he have any radio announcing skills, this man, Ethel? Oh, I doubt it. I mean, the only thing he's good for is opening a tin of beer. (laughs) Maybe Miss Lucy would be interested in him. Thanks for that, Ethel. Yeah, that's no trouble. Look, I just wanted to say... Do you have his number? Beg your pardon? Do you have his number? Of course I have his number. He's my son-in-law, you goose. (laughs) What kind of a a mother-in-law do you think I am? We know what sort of mother-in-law you are, Ethel. She's insane. Just one more thing to you, kids. Good riddance to bad rubbish. All right, well, thank you for all your support over (laughs) Ethel. Yes, Ethel. Yeah, what a treat. <laughs> I'd see you. someone else who's been a fabulous contributor to this program has been Peter Costello. Oh, yeah. Do we have time for one final spray? Mr Costello, uh, the uh, the latest poll... Polls. Yes, the latest poll suggests that you, uh, what have you got may be out of a job yeah. after... Okay, uh, well, after Saturday, you preparing for defeat? The only thing I'm preparing for... Kerry is, uh, well, the fundamentals of solid uh, economic policy. The gear is turning, as they've been doing for the last uh, 11 years with me, Peter Costello, uh, at the helm. And uh, I'm preparing for, uh, well, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that people will recognise that the, the best team, the only team, who knows what they're doing is in charge. I mean, you're not going to let a bunch of kids in here like Wayne Swan. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> well, I mean, the voters will... Well, the voters can, uh, you know, recognise surely that you've got a kid there who, who can't even turn on his own calculator, well, who's being dropped off at Parliament by his mum every okay, morning. Really? He's pooing his pants. Well, he, hang on. No, he does. He, he poos... Yeah, sorry, how did we get here? I mean, what are we supposed to do, Kerry? We'll put pegs on our noses and let Wayne Swan, uh, poopy pants, get in there and start twiddling with the... Uh, knobs of common sense that I've uh, carefully said over 11 years of uh, solid economic fundamental leadership. What about Kevin Rudd? Kevin Rudd, oh yeah. Let's let Norman Bates uh, uh, hand you the keys to your hotel room. Pop in there. You just, uh, you might want to have a shower. I'll, I'll be in in a moment. Mother? What is that, Mother? Okay. Destroy the economy, Mother. Right, none of this makes any sense. Look, Look Kerry, here's what makes sense to me. A $10 billion deficit. A $94 uh, billion dollar debt. Sorry. That's what I inherited 11 years ago from Paul Keaton. Yes. I, and I've been cleaning up that mess for 11 years and look where it's gone. Right. Okay, but didn't Bob Hawke say the same thing when he took office? Oh. He inherited John Howard, yeah, yeah. Uh, who right, was okay. treasurer. He yeah, but, uh, you know, John Howard was simply uh, cleaning up the mess of the Whitlam years when Labor uh, was out of control.
because of inexperience. But weren't the Whitlam years a response to uh, the previous governments of, uh, well, going right back to Sir Robert Menzies? What was Sir Robert doing at the end of, uh, you know, the war when uh, you had Chifley uh, and Curtin and that lot uh, running rampant? Yes. I mean, we're still paying off the okay, debt. well, Chifley's debt. Yes, but didn't Curtin uh, have to deal with uh, what he'd inherited from, indeed, Sir Robert Menzies yeah, but, and the United Australia? Yeah, but Sir Robert was uh, simply uh, cleaning up uh, Scullin's mess, 1929 to 1932, the Great Depression. You know, there's coincidence. There's Labor in charge of the Depression. Yes, but... Uh, now, do you want that on Saturday? But surely the, uh, the Labor governments between the wars were simply uh, cleaning up the mess they'd inherited from... Uh, uh, from, uh, from the Commonwealth Liberals. That wasn't us. That's a, that's a previous mob deacon. Yes, but, uh, but the Protectionist Party... Look, if you want to go back that far, Kerry, what about Chris Watson and the Labor Party of 1904... What a crazy time that was. Do we want the Watson government back on Saturday? Those mad times? You know, overspending on drays. Uh, we'll all be getting around in rope belts. Is that what you want? Here, take the plasma back. I'll just get on the back of this horse and cart and pop down to uh, Sovereign Hill. Do we want to go back to that? Because that's what the Labor Party gave us under Watson in 04. Yes, but Watson uh, came after Deacon and Barton. Yeah, but Barton was... Uh, uh, yes. He was... Uh, well, look what he had to work with after that bloody Aboriginal lot. You know, look what they left him. Nothing. How could you create something out of that? They knew nothing of the economic fundamentals. And we're still paying that off. I'm still paying off the Aboriginal mess. And uh, and you know what, Kerry? They've never once said sorry. Mr Costello, thanks for your time. Keep that in mind on Saturday, Kerry. Oh, hasn't he contributed so much here? It's been a wonderful time. Judith Lucy, thank you for sitting in for the whole hour. I know oh, what a big pleasure. deal it is coming in here. I'll go outside and vomit now. Oh, Not like... about the show, about the building. Well, it's one of our... I don't think a cast member has yet left without vomiting on this program. Please, have you got any more fake applause than you, Mr. Marsham, for Andrea Powell, oh, Andrea the Powell. mother of our regulars. Hey. Nice to see you. I was meant to pop in a little earlier, but I, I had trouble with the parking again, Mr. Marsham. Yeah, I'll bet you did that mm. insane. Ethel Chop was in too on oh, the phone. Was she? She's oh. always. Uh, I don't think she's a huge fan of this show. I think she seemed quite happy to see us go. Well, I, I can't understand it because yeah. she's normally so generous with people. It's so yeah, it's I, weird. We tried to get her back, but she's already preparing a spray for the Spoon Man tonight. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I understand. He's been getting away with it. How much longer to go, Mr. Uh, Marza? Got one minute. One minute. Now, I want to hear some plugs. Judith, this is your opportunity, your only opportunity on this network to plug your book. What's that called? Okay, keep your eyes peeled for May 2008. Oh, hang on, pull it sizzle. <laughs> for the Lucy Family Alphabet. Oh, there's going to be some bombshells. <laughs> Write that down. Pop it in your diary. Gosh, well, this is... In fact, that's my media for the book done. That's superb. <laughs> now we go to the I end of book two a party straight away. <laughs> Do you have anything to plug, Miss Powell? Oh, yeah, look, similarly, something coming up really soon in yes. April 2008, mm, the Melbourne International Comedy Festival. Oh, so yeah, look out for that. Good. I'm working on something for the tricentennial, so oh, nice. we'll have full details of that tomorrow. Thanks to everyone who's been calling in and emailing, contributing. Everyone who's been putting stuff on YouTube, and I think we only have time for a key phrase. I had it written down somewhere. Oh, yes. I'm sorry, that perm is far too bourgeois. Yes. <laughs> You've just tuned in, I can't explain. And we'll be back tomorrow with Ross Noble flying in all the way from the UK just to be on our second to last show, all thanks to the Nissan Navara, huge pulling power, China Hutch and Butter Churn. And Ross Noble. Now it's all out in you know.
vegetable 